episode one, why wellness matters for writers. Welcome to Living Beyond the Book, the show where we help writers move beyond fear, overwhelm, and unhealthy habits into a consistent and productive creative lifestyle. Your host, Emma Boone, is an author, publisher, mom, yoga enthusiast, and recovering blocked writer. She's here to help you unlock your creative potential. Now let's talk living beyond the book. So today we're going to talk about why we even need another podcast about writing. Yes, I know there are a lot of them. I listen to many of them, but I don't think enough people talk specifically about the importance of health and motivation behind writing. Uh, I've pursued a writing career for the past 15 years. I've written academic articles and chapters. I've written fiction and short stories. And I've been part of well-known writing competitions. I've had and lost a literary agent. And now, in addition to running a small traditional publishing company, I'm self-publishing my own work. I will talk about the publishing industry more at a later time. But suffice it to say, I'm deeply entrenched in the writing world. And I think in a lot of ways, it's a harmful industry for the health and psyche of writers. As writers, we often have habits of staying up late, skipping meals, snacking too much, sitting too much drinking unhealthy amounts of caffeine or wine or other means of trying to slog through our dreams of becoming published authors. We slump at our desks or on our couches, messing up our backs and necks and wrists. We gain weight. A lot of us suffer from anxiety and depression. We can easily fall into sedentary patterns, and too frequently we we work against our own bodies and sabotage our own energy and productivity without even knowing it. As creatives, we are particularly self-destructive about putting our physical and emotional health at risk. With children and jobs and family and church and community and our own dreams and goals, we often hit burnout or feel that we have to choose between health and career. And then after we destroy our minds and bodies with exhaustion and worry while writing, we start submitting our work to agents and editors, and then the self-doubt and mental anguish intensify as we put ourselves out there for continued rejection. It's a terrible cycle that we, a lot of us, live in. And even when we do have work accepted, we beat ourselves up with reader reviews, online opinions, industry negativity, and the list goes on. Unless we're oblivious to all of it and just write what makes us happy and never try to have anyone read it, we're opening ourselves up to mental and emotional beatings all the time. And that's in addition to the sleep deprivation and bad posture and everything else. So first, let's get one thing straight. There are no quick fixes for anything. There are no magic tricks. If you want to be a writer or other creative type, there's no substitute for just doing the work. But there are ways we can increase our energy and maximize our productivity to be happier and healthier as we write more often and even write better. Uh, First, I wanted to talk a little bit about my own background with writing. Like many of you, I've wanted to be a writer for as long as I can remember. But it wasn't until after college that I felt like I was ready to write toward publication. That's when I felt like I was officially validated enough to um, start the process. So at that point, I was writing daily in addition to my full-time job. I had two different writing groups I was meeting with on a weekly basis. I was querying. I was doing everything you're supposed to do to become a published author. In 2016, I was chosen for Pitch Wars. I had a fabulous mentor, and not long after the contest ended, I signed with an agent on my Pitch Wars novel. I was thrilled. Uh, We went on submission and got a decent amount of interest. However, there was a lot going on in my personal life at the same time. So I don't really like to talk about these things. I'm not a public 
displayer of emotion, I guess. <laughs> but um, I think it's important to know that this is where um, I started to feel strongly about health and creativity coming together to make um, people more effective in general. So right before getting into pitch wars, I had a stillborn baby. It was awful in a million different ways. I wish I wouldn't wish the experience on my worst enemy. That same year during pitch wars revisions, um, I found out that my mom had terminal cancer. Um, and she was someone I was extremely close to. I saw her every day. I lived close to her. I depended on her a lot. And um, that all went away immediately. Um, right after my agented book went on submission to publishers, she passed away. So after spending months with her in the hospital and at home trying to help her get better, my sisters and I then spent the next year dealing with the funeral and bills and sorting through her house filled with 50 years worth of stuff to get her ready to sell. Um, during that time, my husband traveled full time and my kids were often left with neighbors or friends or running feral at grandma's so we could get things done. While this was all happening, my marriage imploded epically. Another string of experiences I wouldn't wish on anyone, but that's all I'll say about that. In early 2019, we sold our home of 10 years and moved across the country away from my family and friends and support networks to try and get a fresh start. In late 2019, my hard-won literary agent left the business. In 2020, we were forced to move again because of our rental situation, and that was right when COVID hit and shut down the world in new ways. So now, as of this recording, my three young kids have been home for almost nine months. My husband works from home. We're all on top of each other all the time with all the sadness and uncertainty and terrible things happening in the world right now. Saying it has been less than productive is an understatement. So in addition to all of the struggles of normal life, it's been about five years of dealing with one blow right after another. I felt for years like I couldn't catch my footing in my personal life, let alone make any progress with my writing life. And at some point, I gave up writing altogether. My writing disappointments, the novel that never sold and eventually parting ways with my agent amidst several years of feeling completely sucked dry of any ambition or actual ability to write, left me mentally drained. For three whole years, I didn't write a single word, not one. For three years, there was a day when I had this sinking realization, I am not a writer. And that made me really sad. It was something I had identified myself as. Um, but I was making zero progress and doing nothing that actually earned the title of a writer. I realized then that I had to decide if it was still something I wanted or not. I'd felt strongly about pursuing finding a literary agent and being, being traditionally published. Was I still passionate about that? Was I still passionate about writing at all? I knew I still wanted to write, even just for myself, because I enjoyed it. And after a lot of reflection, I decided I do still want to pursue publication. So only after those two decisions were made did I make a plan for moving forward. But right before everything went to hell, one important thing had happened. The book that got accepted into Pitch Wars and got me an agent, I wrote that book in 30 days. I spent a lot more time than that editing, but it was my first experience with the thrill of going from, ooh, I have this great idea, to just writing hard and fast to get a finished product, to having a book I could edit and submit to a contest. I did it fast without second-guessing myself, and it was the best thing I'd ever written, which was exciting to me. 
that memory was what gave me hope that three years later, when I could mentally and emotionally function again, I could repeat that process. So now I do. I write a lot of books and I write them quickly, but I also take a lot better care of myself. I consciously think about making my body and mind stronger so they're ready to take on the challenges of being productive. The experiences of the last few years in my personal life have been crappy, but one really significant significant thing that came from them is I realized so powerfully that you cannot separate your writing life from your real life. It never works that way. You have to find a way to make both a priority. I don't think balance is the term I would use, but having a focus on yourself amidst all the distractions and listening to your own body and mind and what they need have been huge for my ability to produce better books. When I'm healthier, I write more and I write better. When I'm happier, I write more and I write better. So doing small things to keep myself well has had more of an impact than I ever could have imagined. And that's why I feel so strongly about talking about the connection between wellness and writing. One thing I think it's so important to remember is that creativity comes naturally to us as kids. It's who we are. Even as adults, we often have bursts of it. And that's why we're writers in the first place. But as the stress and busyness of life get in the way, we look at creativity as a luxury or health as something we'll figure out after the kids are grown. How many times have you heard, I'll sleep when I'm dead? It's ridiculous. But we must, must, must find a way to cultivate a healthy, happy relationship with our writing and carve out time and mental space to be inspired. It's what our soul needs. It's our identity as creative people. I feel so strongly that we're beating ourselves up and always putting ourselves last, but that's not okay. It's not even what's required of us. There are little steps we can take to still be good moms or good employees or good at life while making time for the things that matter most to us. And if writing isn't that, then that's okay too. But if it is, what if instead of waiting until we can put aside hours a day for writing or staring blankly at the screen and accomplishing little, we could actually work less and produce more? I told you at the beginning there are no gimmicks, but my goal with this podcast is to talk about small changes we can make towards staying healthier and writing happier and having more energy to produce better books and stories. We'll talk about how listening to our body cycles can minimize depression and fatigue and find the focus and mental clarity to help us write more prolifically. I learned to write very quickly and efficiently, but I could only do that because I was simultaneously simultaneously working to get myself physically and mentally healthy. Uh, Richard Branson, founder of the Virgin Airlines and a lot of other business ventures, said, I don't think of work as work and play as play. It's all living. It's a philosophy I've come to agree with wholeheartedly, especially for creative types. So each episode will focus on different ways we can do that. Ways we can write better and feel better because we deserve it, but also we'll be able to show up better for our kids and other things that matter to us in life if we feel like we have a piece of that for ourselves. So I want you to ask yourself, is a creative life what you want? Is writing what you want? Is publication what you want? If the answer to any of those is no, then don't feel bad about it. Embrace the parts you love and get rid of the rest. But if the answer is yes, if yes, you want to write, if yes, you want to make a career of it, then what are you willing to do to get there? What are you willing to give up to make it happen? The most important thing you should know is that you are worth investing in. Your dreams are worth investing in. What you are passionate about matters. As parents, especially moms, we often forget that. We put our needs last when everything else seems to be more of a priority. And we'll talk about that framework, framework and what it looks like over the next several weeks. 
uh, on these on this podcast, I want to stay below 20 minutes most of the time. So it'll be a snippet of encouragement before you get to work and make your dreams happen. Just remember what you loved about writing and storytelling in the first place. We'll also have some longer interviews with people in the industry who have managed to juggle health and writing and family and wellness. It's going to be a lot of fun. So if that sounds like a good fit for you, join me for the next episode of Living Beyond the Book, where we'll talk about ways to develop consistent and healthy creative habits and how having some sort of structure actually frees us to be more creative. I'll be right here every week. So make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. You can also find me at livingbeyondthebook.com where we'll continue the conversation. Thank you so much for listening. I'm extremely excited about this um, podcast and this series, and I hope you'll join me for the ride. Talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Living Beyond the Book. Make sure to visit our website, livingbeyondthebook.com, where you can find show notes and connect with us outside the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you'll automatically get new shows every week. And we'd also really love it if you left a review. Now go write those stories. And don't forget to take care of yourself beyond the book. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Living Beyond the Book. Make sure to visit our website, livingbeyondthebook.com, where you can find show notes and connect with us outside the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you'll automatically get new shows every week. And we'd also really love it if you left a review. Now go write those stories. And don't forget to take care of yourself beyond the book. <laughs>